Welcome, let's reason together with Dr. Jennifer Agard. Let's reason together with Dr. Jen. This is a podcast that promises to share words of encouragement to you. And I come to you not only via podcast, but I have a YouTube channel, Dr. Jennifer Agard. If you just click on the subscribe button, you'll be notified every time I post a new video. I have started a series on There is Growth in Silence. There is Growth in Silence. There are six episodes, episode 16 to 21. Episode 16 says silence does not mean weakness. 17, silence does not mean God is not working. 18, silence is control strength working quietly. 19, what does it mean when you pray and God is silent? 20, embrace silence allows you to see God's mercy and grace in action. And 21, lessons learned from be in a place of silence. So I have completed episode 16, 17, 18, 19, and this is episode 20. So for those of you who have missed on this episode, please go on my YouTube channel, Dr. Jennifer Gilgard, and you will see the videos. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Episode 20. Embrace silence with a love that allows you to see God's mercy and His grace in action. We are studying the book of Jonah in the Old Testament, and for this chapter, for this episode, we are in chapter three. We read that Jonah takes full control of his second chance. He obeyed God's order to go to Nineveh and to tell the people to change their evil ways. If not, in 40 days, God will destroy their land. The king of Nineveh commanded everyone to fast and pray and to repent of their wicked ways. He said, who knows? Maybe God will turn around and change his mind about us. And God will not be angry with us anymore and he will let us live. He was right. In verses 10, it says, God saw what they had done. God saw that they fasted and prayed and they asked for forgiveness and he changed his mind. God changed his mind about them. What he said he would have done to their towns, to their city, to their lives, he changed his mind. I thank God that we serve a God that changes his mind. God is a God of second chances. God is in charge of every situation in your lives. You and I, God is in charge. God's mercy and his grace endures forever. His mercy and grace allows him to understand our issues, our situations, and our problems. His mercy and His grace will take us over to the other side. It will give us strength to endure to the end. I thank God for His mercy and His grace. However, it is only when we embrace silence, when we acknowledge 
a place of silence, acknowledge our situation, and we bring it before God, and we surrender to God, and the, He is the only one that understands and knows the place that we are in at the moment. He is the only one who knows that we are in the place of silence and we leave for him to show up. Then we will receive his deliverance. Only then when we surrender to God that we will receive his deliverance. We will receive his healing. We will receive answers to our prayers. In chapter 4, Jonah was angry with God for changing his mind and forgiving the people of Nineveh a second chance. Isn't that just like us? We have a problem and others are progressing in life. We pretend that we love them and care for their well-being. But the truth is, we don't. We want to see them fail. My God, help us. Help us to be genuine. Help us to care for others just as we care for us. Help us to give others a second chance. Jonah asked God, Why are you bothered to send me to warn the people of, of uh, Nineveh? And you know that you would have changed your mind. You know that when they repent, you will change your mind. Why did you send me? Jonah forgot that we serve a God who is rich in love, a God who is rich in mercy and grace, a God who loves his children very much. It is not his will for, to punish us. He always leaves room for us to repent and to change our ways. A changed mind makes room for a changed heart. Think about that for one minute. A changed mind makes room for a changed heart. The Bible says in chapter 4 and verses 5, Jonah made a shelter from a leafy branches, from leafy branches, and he sat there to see what God will do. Let me see if God is going to spare these children, the children of Nineveh's life. Then he, God, then he created this nice place of shelter. But then God allowed a broad leaf tree to grow and to cool his him down, to cause give Jonah a chance to calm his anger. It made Jonah happy only for a moment. But this God we serve, it has a sense of humor. The next day, God allowed worms to destroy Jonah's place of comfort. And the sun burned him. The heat of the sun burned him. He fainted. Not here. God will remove whatever is holding you and I back from reaching our highest potential. Potential. He wants you to know that He is God and thus He is the only one that is in control of our life. He is the only one who is in control of our situation. He will cause you 
to be or comfortable in your place of silence, whatever it may be, in order for you or for him to get your attention, he will cause you to be uncomfortable. God is at work in your life. God wanted to show Jonah that he is in charge. So that's why he sent worms to destroy the shelter that he had made. He is the only one. God is the only one who can build up and tear down. We often are too comfortable in our blessings. And we forget that it is God who blesses us and not we ourselves. It is He who decides if we are going to breathe the next breath. The pandemic, the pandemic right now, the COVID-19, has taught us many lessons. One, that life is only known to us. Two, we could have a job. We could have our health. We could have our families today and gone tomorrow. Tomorrow is not promised to us. Therefore, we should appreciate what we have and love and care for others. My friends, let us use our place of silence to meditate on what God has done for us. He has woken us up this morning. We may not have a job. We may not have good health or even our families around, but we are alive to praise His name for one more day. It is a privilege to be alive. I could hear some of you saying, Dr. Jen, Dr. Jen, what are you saying? What the use of being alive and unhealthy? I'm sick. The doctor told me that I only have a few days, a few months to live. I understand. Trust me. Trust me. I understand. I was once there. I had cancer and I had an end date at sight. But just like you, I was afraid to die. But I chose to hold on to hope. Hope that God will show up. Hope that God will show me mercy and grace and heal my body. I praise God today that I am a 30 years cancer survivor. 30 years. And I'm expecting to live many more years. God is a God of second chance. God is a God of a second chance. Just trust Him. Talk to Him. Tell Him whatever you need for Him to do for you today. He is God. He is a God who heals and a God who answers prayers. Now please know that we cannot determine the answer to the prayers. We cannot tell God how to answer the prayer. We just have to trust Him and have faith, a little faith, a faith as small as a mustard seed, and trust God that He will answer our prayer. It is come to, it is for us to come to Him with a genuine heart, honestly, honestly asking Him to forgive us, to cleanse us from our sins, and to help us to walk the way He wants us to walk, pleasing unto Him. 
So today, my words of encouragement to you are surrender to your place of silence because it is only in that place, only in that position that God can show you grace and mercy. Two, God has your best interest at heart. He will not guide you wrong. He will not lead you in the wrong direction. And a change mind makes room for a change heart. So let's take this time to change our mind, change our ways, and it will make room for a change heart. God is a God of second chances. God is a God who cares. God is a God who understands. Just call on Him. And as usual, in closing, I want to say that I love you. God loves you. Be a blessing to others. Don't just say I love you to others, but show them love. Be kind. Speak words of kindness. Show a smile. Be a blessing. I love you with all my heart. And God loves you. Have a marvelous day.